Hey, what's up, y'all? It's Whitley, and you're tuned in to another Wondering Whitley session. Of course, I still have the same thing on for y'all who can see me on YouTube, because if you notice, I didn't post a video yesterday, which is Saturday, and y'all, I'm committed to this 365 days, so <laughs> I had to do some makeup work, um, but... I, if you watched my other episode, I don't know what episode it was, probably like two or three episodes. I kind of mentioned, you know, my uncle passed away on my dad's side. I didn't really know him like that, but my dad wanted me to come to the funeral. He just told me it'll be this coming up next weekend. And he had hit me up saying, hey, are you going to buy a plane ticket? I never text him back. He texted me again yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, hey, babe, just seeing again, you know, are you coming? And so I didn't text him back till early this morning when I was on the flight. And I was like, hey, you know, I got to, you know, review my finances when I get home and, you know, compare that to how much these plane tickets are next uh, this. I mean, this coming up weekend. And he didn't really say anything back. He probably just like, OK, well, I'm here from her. I don't know what he's thinking, but. I spent some time on the plane kind of thinking about it because I think when we left off on this conversation, I told y'all like, I told y'all that you, you'll have to go back and watch that episode. I feel like it's, I have to go back and see which one it was called, but it was probably like two or three episodes ago. It was sometime in this past week. I gave y'all the dynamics of my family. I gave you a brief rundown of my dad in our experience and how we got back into relationship and things like that. So I'm not going to spend time going over that. I just want to share with y'all some of my thought process today. And you know, this is in real time. So whatever I say today, you know, hold it to my head and my heart because I'm someone who thinks thoroughly about things. One could argue that I sometimes can overthink. But I also am in a place where I'm confident that I am moving more so from my heart as well, that I am allowing myself to feel more than I've ever, I feel like in my life, you know, in the past year or so, I've really gotten in tune with my emotions and, and why I'm thinking a certain thing. Like I ask myself that, like, why? I ask myself why a lot. Why is that? Or why do you say that? Or why do you think that? Because that, you know, that's what a therapist would do. Somebody on the outside, they would ask me why. So sometimes I just ask myself that and just kind of sit with that. Sometimes I don't have an immediate answer, but, you know, I just kind of go there. And so I didn't answer my dad last night because, again, like, I hadn't decided even if I want to go, I hadn't even looked at plane tickets. And so this morning I was like, let me text him back so he don't think I'm just ignoring him, which I really was. <laughs> but um, I was like, hey, you know, I was just going to be honest. Like, I got to look at my finances, which I do need to review my finances because I feel like in the past three months I've been kind of keeping my budget, but kind of not. Like I ended up buying a new lens that was completely out of budget last payday, but there was some, I'm, I'm not regretful that I got it <laughs> at all, you know? Um, but you know, I had this trip, which was planned since the summertime. So 
you know, and luckily it didn't cost a lot because I had a lot of, you know, line sisters going and stuff. But, you know, it's just a constant thing <laughs> I got to keep up with and I haven't been as focused on it. So that's something I do want to get back to. And yeah, so I just told my dad, hey, I'm going to look up flights when I get home, but I'm also going to look over my finances because in my mind, if you're not offering to pay this, like, I didn't know Uncle Andrew like that. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Which brings me to, I really thought about this on the plane. You know, I asked myself, okay, Whitley, is it the money or is it something else? And I said, okay, that's a good question. And I asked myself that because I said, Whitley, if your dad sent you the money right now, you know, he sent it to you through Cash App or he sent it, you know, he saw the flight, he went ahead and purchased it. Would you go? Like, is it really about the money? And I really don't know why I asked that question. And then when I sat there and thought about it, I said, yes, I would go. But since you asked that question, it's really do I want to go? Because would I go and do I want to go are two different questions. And that was an aha moment to me. Now, I know people listening may think this girl crazy having these conversations with herself, but this is how I process. And the distinction between those two questions of would you go if the money wasn't an issue, whether you paid for it on your own because you got it like that, or whether your dad sent you the money from the flight since it's last minute, would you go? And I said, yes, I, I would go. Like, if it's already paid for, you know, I would go. I don't really have anything set in stone planned for that weekend. You know, yeah, I would go. But then this question popped up of do you want to go? Because even with the thought of it being fully paid for or funded, I didn't feel relieved. And that's that part that I said, I do feel like I'm being, I am way more in tune with my emotions than I've ever been because I noticed that. I noticed even though I answered, yeah, I would go, I still kind of answered it with the same attitude, like dismissive, like, hmm. And so I began to explore on the plane in my quiet time. It seemed like a long flight, you know, well, what's that about? You know, when you come to the, do you want to, what is your answer? And my answer was no. And I was like, oh, okay, like, well, why is that? Why is it, why is your want to no, but your would, if it was paid for a yes. And the more I sat with it, I probably sat in silence for like 10 minutes before I allowed myself to admit it feels like an obligation like my my dad is not one to put pressure on me and I know it's just not about me coming to to see my uncle. I know my dad wants to see me. Um I think I've already told y'all this. I have a brother from him and a sister and they're both like the same age, 18, 19, probably going on 20 now. Um but they're the same age. I met my sister in middle school, which I told y'all on the last video. I didn't know about my brother until I hit my dad up in 2017 after not seeing him since I was in middle school. And that's how I found out about him. But I found out about him before I even reconnected with my dad because my brother's mom reached out to me. 
So that's another story I'll leave for another because <laughs> that's a whole mess within itself um, that had me even questioning if I wanted to reach back out to my dad. But needless to say, I have a brother and a sister. They both uh, stay in the same state as my dad. And so, yeah, I know he wants us to be closer and even them two in the same city they're not close because I asked my sister when I go back when I go there like do y'all talk she'd be like no they went to the same school just all of that like just just real well I guess I'll spend time telling y'all so you have to watch the last episode to know how me and my dad reconnected you know the years and stuff that I met him didn't see him whatnot but my dad has two other kids by two other women. So he has three baby moms, my mom, my sister's mom, and my brother's mom. My sister and my brother's mom, of course, they were around the same time. So I guess he got both of them pregnant around the same time in that season. And so my family... My extended family, like my grandparents and stuff, they're all from Arkansas, but they're not from like a Little Rock. If you know anything about Arkansas, Arkansas is a natural state and it's just a lot of country parts like no, no part of Arkansas is like the city, even Little Rock. Like that's the closest you get. But anything outside of Little Rock, like you in country living. And so my family, like they're in a real, real boonies, like real real boonies like very very country um and that's kind of where I grew up when I would go every summer with my grandparents and they still stay in that area so in towns like that it's probably always like one high school one middle school one elementary school so imagine my sister and my brother were going to the same schools throughout elementary middle and high school and they didn't know they were brother and sister my dad knew, though, and I'm pretty sure their moms knew, but they didn't know. It's kind of like if you ever seen the beginning of Sister Sister when they met in that shopping mall, except they were excited because they were adopted. Like they didn't have any control over that. But like my dad knew both of your kids are going to these same schools and they didn't find out they were brother and sister until almost their senior year of graduating, which was like two or three years ago. And my sister, the way she tells it, they, she found out at a funeral. And you know, like on those movies when the family secrets start to come out, like, I don't know if y'all remember that movie, Kingdom Come, with like Cedric the Entertainer and Vivica Fox and Jada Pinkett Smith, or just any of those old black movies where the family secrets come out, you know, during the holidays or during funerals and stuff started to come out. It was a situation like that. And my sister really never goes into a whole bunch of details. But I don't know. I felt disgusted for her. I was annoyed because I was like, you know, Dad, you're a grown man. And you knew they was going to the same school and didn't tell them they were siblings. And they had to find out by coming to a funeral randomly. Like, one, that's low-key embarrassing to me. Just on the outside looking in. And then again... My brother knew about me since he was little. He had been telling them, yeah, she lives in Texas, this, this, and that. And I hadn't even heard from him. And so when they hit me up, I was staying in New York, and I don't know whether he thought they was about to come stay with me or I was going to be the bridge to how he could get to Texas. 
But his mom started hitting me up like, hey, you got a brother, this, this and that. And that made me furious. I'm like, how you as my dad going to be giving this boy and his mom all of my information? And I haven't heard from you in years. So they know about me and they're reaching out to me, I guess, because he's about to graduate and he thinking about moving to Texas. Little do y'all know I'm in New York. After I told them I was in New York, it was no longer about because I asked him, you know, why are you reaching out now? You knew about me for 18 years. Oh, because he want a relationship with you. Then why are you reaching out to me as his mom and not him? This boy, dang near a grown man, <laughs> you know, but I left that aside. But I'll tell you this. I didn't too much hear from them as much after I told them I wasn't in Texas. And I'm not in, you know, well, yeah, I am insinuating, you know, well, you know, was it because you thought I would be a bridge for him to come to Texas, which I wouldn't have minded. But at the same time, it's things like that to go into what I'm about to talk about today. Like my dad, you know, I've I, I've really done a work on God has really done a work on my heart to forgive him in a lot of ways. While at the same time, my dad, I think. You know, he really is trying to right his wrongs. I think like any parent um, who just wasn't there, who was young, who, you know, is getting older and don't want his kids to hate him, you know, which I don't. While at the same time, like you made your choices and I can't free you from any inner guilt you may be feeling because I've 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 released that from you. I'm not holding you accountable to anything. But at the same time. I think my dad probably has this vision and this is just what I think. I haven't asked him, but I think my dad wants me, my sister and my brother to be closer than we are, which I get why he wants that. Why at the same time, I think my dad has this um, vision in his head of of it to, to happen sooner than it needs to or happen in this way that to me is just not realistic. And I personally don't see it happening in that way. Like he'll, like the times I've been out there, he'll come pick me up and then he'll go get my sister from the college or whatnot. She got her own room because her mom and my dad are still together somewhat. And so he'll go get her or whatnot. And then he'll be asking me, you didn't go in there and go talk to your sister. I've been like, I've been up since like six this morning. She's still in her sleep. It's two o'clock in the middle of the day. Like, I'm not about to go knock on the door and sit on her bed and talk to her. And I will hear him in the next room asking her the same thing because I will be in the other guest room. Um, and it was just it would just be weird. He'll do stuff like that or like, you know, we're in Arkansas. We're in a country like he he'll work at this little mechanic shop and he'll go around the corner and be done, gone all day. And it's like my sister, she would either go to her grandma's house around the corner. She'll go with her friend. Or if she do stay at the house, she stay in her room and watch TV. There's nothing for me to do there. Like, ain't no entertainment. Ain't nothing to do outside either, even if I want to go get on a walk. So it's like I'm sitting in the house watching TV, which I don't even do that at my own place <laughs> during my own downtime. So it just became unattractive for me to go out there a lot, like... I don't want to spend my whole Christmas break or my whole Thanksgiving break out here looking at these walls or out here like knowing that you want me and my sister to be talking every time we get up or be sitting at this breakfast or dinner table. 
And my sister, I took her to the mall because I was like, my dad really wants us to connect. So I be trying to give him what I know he wants. I be like, okay, we're going to go to Little Rock, go to the mall. I don't really like they mall, but, you know, no offense to people who in Little Rock, but yeah, no. <laughs> I'm sorry. But last time I was out there, I took her to the mall. I went out there for like Christmas or something. I went ahead and took her with me. And this is the first time where she was just really talking. She was talking about, you know, she wanted a car, just different things with my dad. You know, and I'm asking questions, trying to get to know her a little bit. But I think, you know, some relationships can't really be forced. Like, you know, you you break things in just by spending time, by being proximate, by doing things together. So even with asking questions, I don't want like I'm not going to get to know you by these questions that I'm asking. Because sure, some of this you probably going to keep service level because, you know, you still don't know me fully, which I totally understand. Um, but I remember her saying one thing that really stuck to me. She was like, my dad act different when you come around. And I, and by this time I had probably been home, been back there with them probably like three or four holidays. And I was like, what do you mean by that? She was like, when I come home or something like that, he, she was like, he ain't never sitting at the table to eat breakfast and dinner like when you here and he doing that with you he was like his energy is different like he just a lot more present and she named a few other things that I'll leave out but she was just like he just act different when you around and that was interesting because I feel like she really did feel some type of way about that which it reminded me of when I was in middle school and he was trying to introduce me to her and I hadn't seen him since I was like in kindergarten, first grade. He came playing Santa Claus and then he disappeared. And I don't know what happened in between that time. My mama never really talked to me about it. I don't think I really asked him. I still haven't. But he popped back up in middle school and he was trying to tell me I got a little sister. And at the time she was probably about six or so, six or five. And um, that it brought me to that time and the feelings that I had, like it was almost like a sense of annoyance and jealousy, while at the same time you couldn't be that mad. Because also what she said, she was like, well, that's just that's just our dad. Like I've learned to accept it. And she was like, you know, yeah, he's always been around as far as like living in and out of us. But he wasn't always here with me either. He was in and out of jail. And these are things that I didn't know, you know. So she was telling me little things that I was oblivious to because I think there was a sense of me being also jealous of her. Like, you always had him around. At least he was staying here. Like, I didn't see him from years at a time. So I think as kids in these type of situations, we all got our perspective. And we all think one kid is over the other has more, you know, connection with a person but I think my dad acting different in some of the ways that she said I think also because I just talked to him like I think they get you know you get used to a pe people and you get because my dad has said stuff about my sister too like she just you know she she's like her mama with her attitude like you know so I, I think I think that's the thing too but I'm saying all of this <laughs> I'm saying all of this because Going back to my question on the plane, I'm just giving y'all context so y'all can know all of this is going into 
the way that I'm thinking about things and I'm still processing it. So it's still kind of all over the place in the way that I'm talking about it. But me asking myself that question on the plane of what is your no and not wanting to go, but you would go is because I still feel like it's out of obligation. Like I know it's not because my dad really wants me to just come to this funeral. I know it's because he wants to see me. Like I haven't seen him in person in probably like a year. I've talked to him, but I haven't seen them. And I know that he is adamant about me, my brother and my sister building some type of relationship. But what I've come to and conclude is like, I need some reciprocal effort. Like I don't want to be the one always driving to Arkansas or flying to Arkansas or spending time out there, which I don't mind. But to me, ain't nothing to do there. And I don't, I'm not the type that need to be super entertained. But what I don't want to do is like go out there, spend days out there. And I'm sitting in a room by myself watching TV and you somewhere around the corner and then you come back in the house asking me, have me and my sister talk today? Like, I like my friends know I can sit in a room with them and be silent for a day. So, you know, I, I just think he has this expectation that our relationship is going to be this, you know, spontaneous combustion of like, oh, we're just going to connect. And that's not how it works. Like I've, I've told him two different times. You can send her out here to Dallas during my Christmas break, Thanksgiving break, spring break, even for a week in the summer. I offered that before this whole mass situation happened. I offered that like a year ago. I said, send her out here. And then, you know, they all crazy like, oh, I'm scared to get on the plane and stuff like weird stuff. And I'm like, look, I'm not coming out there all the time. Like, I'm not. You know, I haven't said that, but to them but I'm like you can send her out here so it's not that I'm not open to building it but it's like I need y'all to meet me in different situations too not just physically but you know also in this relationship arena because I can feel the pressure of that's what you really want like you want to see that you know your efforts and that you trying to right your wrong and I can admire my dad for that while at the same time like you made these choices you you decide to lay up and, you know, be undisciplined in this area of, of your life. So how we see you, like that's out of your hands in some ways. Like you can do your best while at the same time, like each of us individually have to come to grips with how we want to to be with you. I'm deciding to forgive you. I'm deciding to move past while at the same time, I, I'm not in a place in my own self-love journey where I want to do things out of um, have to or, or being required to, especially when it comes to relationships. Like I'm open to building, but it needs to be something that's natural. It needs to be something that flows. It needs to be something that's reciprocal. I've, I've, I've offered twice. Hey, y'all come to Dallas. Let me show y'all around here. Like come to the city to where... Like when we go out there, I'm not, I'm not sitting out there in a country doing like doing something I don't even do here when, cause I don't get bored easily. I don't even have a TV in my room. So 
I don't want to come out and spend my whole break after I'm working with kids and stuff for months at a time, weeks at a time, and be sitting up watching TV all day in a room. And I came out here to spend, see and spend time with y'all. Like, so if you want us to connect, plan something. Come out here to Dallas. Where we in, in order for us to connect, we got to get out and do something every day. We can go to the zoo. We can go take a walk. But it's like, I don't want to feel as though like, and I'm not saying this is what I'm doing, but sometimes I don't want to feel like I'm going out there and then you want something to happen as far as these relationships. But like, there's, there's no, there's no in between, like there's no follow up in between like these extreme moments, like a holiday or, you know, something like a funeral. And so, you know, the way I see it is, you know, I had another great uncle that passed probably like a month ago. I didn't go to his funeral and he had more of an impact in my life than this uncle who I've met one time, you know, and I didn't shame myself for thinking like that. Like I had to be real with myself. Like, this is what I feel. I feel like it's an obligation right now. I feel like I could live my life and be okay with not going, um, like I, you know, I can understand why my mom went to my great uncle's funeral because they really had her. She grew up with them, you know, but I didn't have that type of connection with them either. So how immediate it happened, I couldn't make it and I can live my life without. Oh, I didn't go to his funeral. Now, my granddad, I wouldn't have missed for the world. Everything got dropped that weekend. Everything. If it was somebody who I really got a relationship so that's why I had to ask myself, too, Whitley, is it really about money? And it's like, no, because honestly, no matter what my budget was, if it was somebody who I'm really, really close to, I would drop everything. But I was like, in this situation, like, I ain't really have a relationship with him. I really don't. I met him one time. Like, he was super cool. So my thing is, I know it's more so about me coming to see y'all, but... You know, I would come if you fronting the money, but if I got to pay for it myself, like I'm not that enthusiastic about it. Even if it was paid for, I don't really, there's not a strong want to there. And so I don't know why I'm telling y'all this, but I'm just sharing this with you because I'm still in process, y'all. Like anything that I share with y'all, just understand that I'm still growing I'm still learning. I'm still making mistakes. I'm still figuring out, you know, the dynamics I want to have within myself, within my relationships, what I want to see in my life. Um, I don't come from perfect family, perfect relationships, perfect friendships. I just am adamant about doing the work and really exploring my past, see how it's making up my present and deciding what my future is going to be like. Um, I'm really adamant about getting ahead of things. I'm really in a season of being real with myself and those around me. Like I was contemplating, okay, does this need to be a conversation I need to have with my dad? Like, hey, this is what I want to see because this is what I feel. I'm not saying that this is the expectation you're putting on me. But if you want us to have a relationship and there's have to be some other type of efforts put in. Because I don't want to always come to Arkansas. I'm not enthusiastic about that. This is what happens the past times I've come. And that's like not how I want to spend my time. So, you know, and I and I think I'm probably going to have to be real and authentic about that. 
at some point or my dad probably gonna feel like dang she don't want to mess with me at all you know and it's really not that but I think I'm I'm becoming it I'm getting real with myself so I can start being real with those around me and I think I, I know in the black community a lot of us weren't weren't empowered or didn't see in our families these type of conversations like we just saw family fall out and not talk for years or fake it to make it and you know like really be holding grudges or family fall out or once the matriarch of the family died like get togethers and stuff stopped happening and for me I do want a relationship with even my brother and my sister it don't got to be perfect and I do want to build new dynamics for the generation moving forward while at the same time I understand that it takes a communal effort I don't want it to be based on one person. I'm the only person in the family keeping it together. Like you see on movies like Soul Food. I think it should be multiple people with that same intention and that same will. So that's what I have for y'all. It's just a random chat, a thought, an open letter. Um, and I hope you found value in it if this conversation is for you. I love y'all and I'll see you in the next one.